had enough of this. What the heck are you? I'm your friend! That's why I'm telling you! Fuck a bitch in Japan, you can hear it in the bay. Then your boy disappear like spirited away. It's your boy. Wrong. I thought it was YouTube. This is a Telsus podcast. Um, and this is not YouTube. This is my podcast episode for I sound like Botsy. If you remember memes from like before like 2011. Botsy was one of the uh OG memes, period. Um where am I going with this? Boruto, um, one of the probably more maligned animes to come out, anime, anime, anime to come out in the past half decade because it um it was rough, right? So you come out with the end of Naruto, the final arc, the uh, fourth ninja war arc, which had ended on a pretty stinker note when you consider Madara, the guy's been hyped up for probably about 15 years give or take uh ends up just being maybe not 15 it's about about 12 um 10 12 ends up being pretty much uh <laughs> a stepping stool for kaguya which if you like kaguya by all means you're allowed to do that but you have to recognize that pretty pretty awful way to get us from point a to point b when the point b ends up being pretty much a footnote for point c uh, eventually and could they have been done better and made sense be an interesting twist yeah of course um what you're gonna see in jojolian for example more than likely the guy who's the final villain currently for jojolian probably won't end up being the, the final villain and if that does happen it's written in such a way where we've kind of become um prepared for that and you don't necessarily want to have your audience prepared for a twist, but you want to make it a where it's feasible in the contents. But I just tell to say that Kagi wasn't written very well. And after that, you get Naruto the Last, which is uh, pretty much the final quote-unquote Naruto product. Um, decent movie. Uh, interesting. You get kind of like your solidified Naruto uh, Hinata shipping. Um, kind of sucks in the sense that some of the designs are... Eh but especially Naruto's and then you go from that to Boruto was it Naruto to Boruto um that well also you had the Gaiden the uh the Shin Ochihan uh Naruto Gaiden which was again okay um kind of works in the Otsutsuki concept and the Rinnegan concepts a little bit which does help in the contest of even though it's pretty much a one-off and then you go from there to the Boruto movie um which is the as with Dragon Ball, the adaptation they go with for the actual series uh, later on, first arc in the manga, and I believe it's like anime filler. Well, not filler. It's supposed to be like kind of building up to to that, but it um kind of reeks of filler. <laughs> I, I only re- I only watched a few Naruto anime episodes, but essentially the series, from what I understand, kind of kicks off with the Momoshiki arc uh, a few episodes in and essentially just with super you kind of feel like you're watching filler and that you're seeing the same thing adapted three different ways it's not truly uh great for people who already kind of understand why we're having the spinoff especially a spinoff where most of the characters are pretty one-to-one congruent with their predecessors but i just always say that 
I gave Boruto an open mind. I went into an open mind eventually. Uh, initially, for the first what three years, I didn't want to, but I'm here now. And I read chapters one through thirty-one, uh, which I decreed to have. It uh, ends that thirty-one. I want to say thirty-one ends on a pretty interesting note where you kind of get fast forward. We're well, not fast forwarded, but we're kind of at a crescendo where Boruto really starts deviating from all of the Naruto. Um, uh, content, I want to say, the, at least the content from the movies and all that stuff. We go from movies to real, it's kind of like, um, the Mugen Train arc. That's an entire arc. This movie from Naruto was an entire arc, and we're really starting to get our own feet in the ground now into something different. Um, and I like, I, I, you know what, I also start off with saying I like it, I don't think it's amazing but then again people are telling me that it gets incredibly better pretty much from this point on um and some say maybe still not an elite anime but incredibly better all the same which is really all you can ask for for something that's supposed to be a derivation of uh a pretty fan favorite and very close to the vest type of anime like naruto uh if they're if they're deviant enough to make this stand out then that means they're at least doing better than dragon ball which if you've you followed dragon ball recently it um it just keeps on filling the same spot every every arc, manga or anime. It just fills the same spot almost every arc. So, at least it's doing enough to make itself seem different. And we'll go to some of my takeaways. Uh, I have three good, three bad. Uh, first good, Kawaki is kind of like a more raucous Sasuke. Um, and, and saying that, uh, you know, obviously the Kawaki Naruto dynamic is going to be a rivalry. I mean, it's been promoted every single possible way even by the series itself when you first start the series literally the first chapter i believe some of the first pages is you know kawaki and his jugon against you know uh naruto and his um not not jugon but the, the karma against naruto and then naruto the jugon blah 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 um these two are clearly the faces of the franchise going forward but i think they with having kawaki pop in pretty much you know 20 25 somewhere between that chapters in uh makes him seem more of i guess in this not a distinction but an outsider which is kind of what you want an actual outsider versus a goddess insider but acts as an outsider it, it kind of it switches up the formula a little bit and i think that um it's kind of where i think this series fails at a little bit uh Uriel Kodachi, the pretty much the uh the guy who runs things now as far as the script goes um the successor to kishimoto in a sense he hasn't done a great job of making you get care about anybody outside of naruto's group um and some of the same old guys that we had from last series naruto hashi uh not hashirama <laughs> inata um, and then we sprinkling us like Shikamaru and Eno and those guys from Necessary Guard, blah blah blah. Uh, people make cameos, but it, this so far has been a Naruto, Baruto, Kawaki, and then a good helping of um, of Sarada and uh, Orochimaru's kid. I forgot his name. Orochimaru's son, Mitsuki. Yeah, Mitsuki. Um, so I mean. It feels like, in many ways, it feels like 
it could go two ways, and I don't know how it ends up going in the next 20 chapters, but it feels like it could either just be them pretty much getting us to where we were at in the better part of Shippuden, where Team 7 is all that matters, and the other guys are filler, and they get their chance when it's time, or, and I hope this is the way, he's reversing the way Oji Naruto worked, in which Oji Naruto did quite a bit heavy-handedly to not really have a handle because you want exposition and development for everybody. Um, but he really made everybody else seem important. And then once power levels started rising, uh, new power started being, you know, revealed. Those guys kind of got chipped off uh, pretty quickly as we got to the... Pretty much after the Naruto and Sasuke fight <laughs> in, in uh, OG Naruto. So maybe... Maybe uh, Kodachi understands the concerns with that. It's going to give us Naruto and and, and uh, develop Naruto, developed because uh, Naruto isn't really that much of a character starting the series out. He's pretty much a a, a shitty pompous you know brat, um, and so developing him first, um, making him a complex character, giving him Kawaki uh, a, a counterbalance so to speak, um, kind of making you know. In essence, Sasuke important because of Sarada making Orochimaru and all the the uh, ninja modification aspects important with Mitsuki and uh, the, the the doctor. I forgot his name, but the doctor. Those are all aspects I think you kind of do want to really make important to give us a, a different differing path while also giving us enough fan fiction to make the stayovers from OG Naruto or Shippuden care. Um, it's it's a it's a delicate balance, you know. And then once we are drawn in, then you start throwing out, you know, a, you know, develop um Choji's kid or develop, you know, Gara's kid, you know, stuff like that, you know. Just give us um, he's kind of giving us the cake first, but he's doing it in, so we can get a really healthy meal later on. That's that's there's twenty two paths. I'm hoping it's the second. So that, that was actually a con for me, even though it sounded like kind of a, a big up and possibility of doing something grand. Kishimoto didn't, but I think it could be a con because more often than not, um, I would contend that <laughs> if we are getting this much development for the main few individuals, kind of like with Demon Slayer, it's very unlikely that, well, actually, Demon Slayer does do a good job of doing what I hope this series does. So I don't know. I think it's, I think it's rare that you have a situation which you develop these guys so much from the jump and he also developed guys later although you know demon slayer is doing that right now so maybe maybe i'm just being pessimistic but kishimo did a shitty job of developing everybody else for what five plus years eight plus years jesus i'm fucking up right now i gotta sway real quick <clears throat> all right so second good um Actually, that wasn't even a bad. That was just a conclusion I had about this series in general. Um, first good. Second good. <laughs> I'm messing up right now. The Ninja Tools genetic a- editing aspects and a good job modernizing the Ninja World. Talked on that earlier. I think this is what was necessary if you want to even have a Boruto. It needed to be futuristic, of course. And in that... There's a lot of cool concepts, right? Uh, things like, like light swords... Um, things like you know, 
absorbing jutsus, reproducing jutsus, just clip, um, snapping, um, snap, just a snap, a snap. Um, things like that have really done a good job of kind of shaking up. You know, we've seen every jutsu you could probably possibly see, and if you look at some of the jutsus that have been used to this point. They're pretty much rehashes of other jutsus, if not actual other jutsus. So I think they understand that there's no, not really much of a way they can, you know, redo the uh, the boat at this point. The boat is already out to, to sea. You just got to work with as best you can. And that's, I think, what they're doing with ninja tools and returning to, you know, fighting and making some of the actual aspects of a ninja or a shinobi in real life work. Uh, second bad... Well, the first bad I had was Boruto has gone from a pompous prick to Naruto. Yeah, I mean, initially, it's pretty much no development. Other than, like, he's just rich. Well, not necessarily rich, but well-off kid. Everybody respects him because of his father. He doesn't really, you know, he has the father issues uh, because, you know, he wants to be known as his own individual. He doesn't have much of an interest in being a ninja, um, yada, yada, yada. Becomes developed, and he pretty much becomes developed, and he becomes Naruto. It's up with the Hokage dream, but... Pretty much every other way, he becomes an idealistic uh, kind of black and white in ninja. Uh, at least to this point, again, to this point, he thinks in black and whites and absolutes. Uh, you know, holds the same ideals as Naruto in the best way he thinks he could interpret them. And I mean, that's what you should be as a young kid trying to be like your father. You look up to your father now. It makes sense, but, you know, it is kind of unfortunate because, you know, I, I, you want to make, like I said, you want to make this deviate, but. If you spend like 30 chapters with essentially Naruto 2.0, kind of sucks. Um, and the second bad, not doing his greatest job of using other ninjas in Naruto and Sasuke. Again, just like Shippuden, got to work on that ASAP. Uh, number three, this is a good, a good. Concepts like families and clans that didn't hold them in terms of power structures have been eschewed so far. I say it to say that we kind of were in a situation last time where everybody who was powerful ended up being not very powerful had no other role we was powerful ended up being not powerful by the end except you know he kind of had the big little i think he got kicked a um a uh a an orb away from guy something like that that was all he did pretty much in, in the entire like second half of the series um you know kiba didn't do shit choji i mean like these guys had a matchup against their 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 other competitors um from OG Naruto, but that's really 10 years ago, if not longer. And I just, that's not really an interesting way to use characters. <laughs> just get them some kind of, you know, rehash battle from a, like a decade ago. But that's what Kishimoto did. And I think they, I think if you're going to have these guys matter and you're going to pretty much admit to yourself off ripped and they're not going to matter in terms of power, make them useful. Eno is scout, um, you know, whatever that you know, they they can sense when people are coming in. She does a terrible job of because the girl gets in anyway. Um, and specifically the guy gets in. Uh, fucking whatever his name is, the the guy that's pretty much a hidden, confirmed like a hidden leaf ninja with a frog a contract, a former hidden leaf ninja, I should say. Um, doesn't do a job well, but she has an actual system, and I don't think those roles really matter much in Naruto after the um. The invasion of the sound ninja, the sand ninja, um, like things like like the Anbu and these 
low-key stealth corps and all those different factions of the village they just stopped mattering much as we got to the series it used to be like well, who had power and it has a brief reprieve when dawns are rising the power but not really very much you know so that you know that kind of something that's, that's big i think here to set up you know shikamaru is the advisor that they make that role interesting more than they did with uh shizune and sonati obviously um Eno doing her thing you know, it, it, it is, it's important to you asserting how those things work because it gives a little bit more of well-roundedness to this whole concept of the village. Um, it makes some of those characters interesting that, you know, will not be strong. Eno will not be a fighter. Eno's kid will probably not be much of a fighter. Uh, I think she got with what, uh, did, you know, was it Sai? It was Sai. She got with Sai, so I mean, not much of a fighter. And Sai, Sai is shown being like this, um, you know, other right hand that's kind of a intermediary between like the uh the i think he's the head of the ambu corpse now i believe or whatever that is now i think that's his job so you know that he's made important through that um and yeah uh clans don't i mean it's pretty much heavily implied with you know naruto um the strongest uzumaki being basically the strongest physical clan alive of I mean, Shinju. Shinju's pretty much gone now, so now they being like 97 years old, being fused with the Hyugas, who's also like one of the physically stronger clans. Um just all this this interbreeding between the clans we kind of came to know of last time. You know, it it, it doesn't matter much anymore, families and all that all that concept. And I think it's kind of what they were going for breaking the, the will between the Chias and the, the um I guess, and that's just the Senju slash Uzumaki's. Um, so there you go. It, it came full circle. Uh, my last bad, Kara and Carmen are trying to constantly deviate much from Orochimaru Nikatsuki, i.e. in the middle of OG Naruto. All completely correct. You look at the invasion of the Ginning or the Chunin exams verbatim from the OG Naruto, uh, different inspires uh, reasons for this occurring obviously Otsutsuki was in this time last time it was the, the, the ninja that involved, invaded the sand ninja uh, but also inside forces helped both of those parties get in um, so that's similar as well then we go down a little bit from there as they get back kind of established from there uh, we get led on by Kara which is obviously a, you know rehashing of the Akatsuki I don't know how far they'll go in modernizing that but it's, I think it's pretty apparent that this kid that we're seeing right now, the beginning, the uh, the, the told contract is a hidden leaf ninja that has been as off one reason or the other. Um, sounds familiar to certain somebody the first Akatsuki member introduced to in Naruto, you know, just saying wink, wink, wink. Um, and Orochimaru, uh, the, the idea of editing one's body is as prevalent i would say even more prevalent now than it was back then and you know the curse mark and stuff like that with sasuke was pretty much the biggest notion that came out of the early parts of the tuning testing so you know even bigger now so yeah i mean there's a lot there but you know this just to kind of conclude here there's a lot of reasons why someone could call us a rehash of just og naruto well parts OG Naruto and parts Shippuden um, but I think it takes some of the things that we liked from OG Naruto and it takes some of the things that 
people maybe didn't like about Shippuden, and it kind of tries to find which one of those it can survive, which one of those it can't. Because a lot of the things that happen in Shippuden, like focusing on these few guys instead of an entire crop, some of those things can't exactly be reversed without maybe having to go through several extended periods of just exposition. Uh, it may it's basically done well and interesting, but you know I don't think uh, I don't think I'll leave it to a Baruto slash Naruto writer to do that very well at this stage. Um, we're not talking about Attack on Titan or Chujolian here, unfortunately. So I don't think we'll be seeing like at least not consecutively very well written stories about say Chojin black black Chojin female ju- black female Chojin Junior jo- Choji Choji not Chojin Choji junior um you know i don't think we'll be seeing much of uh we saw kiba's kid already i think um or kiba spawn we saw the animal corp with where it's like the, the new dog like a fucking like i think it's akamaru's kid has like three legs um we've seen we have we've seen them and they were doing the animal court which is another good thing you know animal we see a lot of different teams a lot of different paths and that's why I believe that those paths are kind of uh, really, I guess, are going to be our quote unquote, where are they now for some of those guys? Um, which is cool. I mean, you want to give a brief pass over for those guys and keep it moving. Okay. But their kids have to matter a little bit for this to really be a sequel. Um, and I don't believe we'll get much expedition for those guys unless they are important in some way to whatever villain is being battled right now uh which i don't know how that i don't know how well it can be done because we see right now pretty much that naruto and specifically kawaki are like on another level in terms of power than most of their peers uh teamwork is more important than individual powers so far in the series but clearly the guys they're fighting are like comparable to naruto level and there'll only be more of those people coming so it's gonna be really hard to fit in the development of those getting and tuning while also trying to f- battle Naruto, like roughly Naruto, like, ba- like roughly like based on Naruto level characters who are obviously far higher than Kawaki, well, far higher than Baruto and pre- probably pretty higher than uh, Kawaki. I mean, Kawaki was astounded by KCM 1. So, those will show you that. These guys that are going to be fighting, if they're fighting KCM1 Naruto, they're not getting touched by little kids. <laughs> that sounds pretty bad, but so I'm hoping they find some kind of some way to, I guess, accelerate that growth or at least decelerate the power levels of these um, enemies until they can figure out a way to balance those two um, issues. And I think it's about it for me. Um, the pacing is good. I would say that there's. A lot of chapters I watch, or a lot of pa- panels in some chapters where I'm thinking, this would probably be a weekly. Uh, I think, I honestly feel like they progress a story about as much in these monthlies as they do in a weekly. Like, you, re- if you remember Naruto weeklies, take the, you know, they've been sharing chapters uh, all year with um, Shonen's Twitter. Take the, the, the Obito chapter, for example. They give you an entire kind of catch-up between the old Obito to the new Obito in, like, two chapters, which is about, what, 30 pages? Which is, I mean, 
you know, 30 pages, then you add another 15 pages. That, that's roughly about two and a half to three chapters of development that is weekly. So you still have another week to kind of figure things out. While in this monthly format, we're getting roughly two and a half chapters of development with a little bit more, you know, a little bit more time to kind of create the, the image and the surroundings, which is what we wanted. We wanted more surrounding building, uh, building, but, you know, it's kind of hard to just do like purely surroundings and environment building on a weekly basis. You know, it's, that would just be boring, would be a little tune out. So I understand what we're doing a monthly. Um, I understand it. But at the same time, I think I feel like we're getting to a point where weeklies would probably be about as okay. Like maybe if we could, it'd be fucking incredibly terrifying to try this. But if you could switch from monthly to weekly formats at times, I think maybe less people would complain about that. But as of right now, I'm personally okay with monthlies. I see why some people want weeklies because, in the truest sense, the actual story has not been really progress much um from like from where i'm at like from like 25 to 31 um not that like you could have gotten most of those big points done in like maybe eight weeks but i like the environment building even though it's not as much of it as i like to have as far as characters the world building is fun um my voice is killing me right now 25 minutes let's finish this up i'm gonna say borrow right now i close the halfway point about halfway and I'm giving it like a six and a half out of ten, maybe a seven. Um, I'm kinda leaning towards a six and a half. I think everybody should watch it because I can see where's where the foundation is and where we're bouncing off from that foundation. I think that it will deviate enough from the super giant Rasengans and the tailed bees and yada yadas to where this can be kind of like OG Naruto, even though I know Kurama was a big point of OG Naruto, but there are things that happened there, like the Gamabunta summon uh, part with Jiraiya and, you know, just Naruto versus Sasuke and all that shit um, where Tobis didn't matter as much, being world busters didn't matter as much, shit like that. I think I think we can get that here, one-to-one -one fights. Um, Naruto gets this chick, I like this so far, it's strategy being used by Naruto, he's not just going KCM2 and just shit stomping her. Which he could easily probably do. Um, I, I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing the power levels here. I just hope they can find a better way to involve the others. So that's gonna be it for me. Uh, if you're still watching, please, you know, favor however you can, rate on whatever rate on whatever means you're using. Uh, Spotify for podcast, you know, share it, please comment if you can, all that stuff. Peace, enjoy.